called Midnight, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. All right, everyone, welcome back to a brand new edition of Interview Under Fire. This is your host, Sonny, as usual. And today I'm joined by the talented mastermind known as Athenar. Uh, it's an honor. Thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. Now, Athenar, you know, this is an exciting time of the year for Midnight with the release of your fifth studio album, Let There Be Witchery, which drops here on March 4th on Metal Blade Records. Let me begin by commending you on all the well-deserved reactions this has been getting so far, especially with that recent single that dropped, Sex Witchery. Uh, shout out to Metal Blade and Nikki over at Breaking the Law for being a part of this recent journey. Uh, a lot of amazing things to unravel about this hellblazer of a record and who you're all about. But before we get to all that and beyond, Athenar, you know, we talked about it before any of you started, man. How are you? I can't help but ask. I know it's been a wild ride for all of, all of us here in the last two years. How have you been keeping up with your musicianship and everything that's been going on? What's life like in 2022, so to speak? So the floor is yours. <laughs> it's good. Thank you. <laughs> All right. No. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, <laughs> folks. That would have been the best answer for, for that long introduction. <laughs> that is the, that is the best answer. For people who don't know, it's like early in the morning for us, but we're, <laughs> we're just kicking it here, talking about the misery we love. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, everything's, everything's been really, really as good as it, it can be you know uh, you know just like the, like the all the uh, news clips say we're all in the same boat here together and we got to get this together so uh yeah just been doing that doing that too man just just uh hanging at home and, and making up tunes and recording them and and uh having visions for the apocalypse just like everybody else yeah and obviously having visions of the apocalypse yet making the best of the situation is what we got to do right but here we yeah. are talking about the music we love i, I want to cut to the chase here Athenar, because this this is definitely one of the more exciting releases within the first part of this year. Uh, now, coinciding with this release, for people who don't know, you know, you are also getting set to trek across North America alongside Mayhem and Watain and that sanguine sodomy tour next month. I know you're coming here on March 14th. I'm looking at the dates here in Dallas, Texas. Here's the thing, man. You've been at this for a while, whether it's with Midnight or Mach 2, Boulder, Destructor, terminal lovers and that list just goes on and on but now that you're back out on the road you know what is it about performing live that you love the most or maybe even miss the most would you say you have a newfound appreciation about it now well yeah well first of all we got we we're not out there yet so right um, that's true things don't happen like they did in 2020 when we put out the metal blade album and then uh, we set to go out and conquer the world and take over the masses and then, you know, big shit yep. happened. So, uh, you know, and, and with that being said, like, like you just said, um, not taking anything for granted and, you know, never really did, but, um, just hope it happens. Just hope it happens and we get out there and, uh, s- spread this, uh, spread more disease, you know, yep. through, through, uh, ear holes. The the and, mi- the um, midnight disease. <laughs> what's that? The midnight disease. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and the so, thing that makes midnight midnight are the live performances that you put on display. Does it also feel like you're taking on this different persona when you're on the stage, or is it kind of an extension of who you are as a as a person? Well, I mean, it's it's definitely who I am. I mean, it's in there. It's just one of those ones. It's it's you you have to keep it. You have to keep that shit on lock. 
you know, yeah. <laughs> so you can only, you can only let it out, um, a certain amounts of uh, time. Otherwise you get arrested, you, you know, or you, you get sent to the funny farm. So, um, <laughs> there's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely me, but yeah, but there's definitely a, uh, a, uh, you know, a click that turns when, uh, when the gig starts, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I guess we'll, we'll, uh, kind of that we'll cross that bridge when we come to it and you know going as far as coming to live performance and with this fifth album again coinciding with this tour is with this you know this album let there be witchery drops march 4th on metal blade now this is also the follow-up to 2020's album rebirth by blasphemy which to me that was an outstanding solid effort through and through and it's quite the follow-up with let there be witchery i want to repeat it here because this is like the fifth album right before we get into the core of this new record uh at the was there any such thing as pressure for you when you decided to sit down and write again for a new album or even just a follow-up considering we are well into midnight's career at this point yeah uh there's nah, no no real pressure i mean because it's 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 just it's just me um doing what i do so if if it, if it was something unnatural then it would be pressure you know or if mm. there would be something to uh live up to or whatever but you know my expectations are always low for life <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good way um, to look at it, it no, there's, there's really no expectations if it's something that i'd like to hear and uh i think it's and i think it's good for me then uh and that's that's what it is but uh, there's really no like i have to sit down and write for this album and, and because the contract is set, that that shit doesn't that that doesn't phase me at all. Yeah, and you know, from songs like "Telepathic Nightmare" to "Nocturnal Molestation," "Snake Obsession," which is that was my personal favorite, all the way to "Sex Witchery" at the end. It, you know, top to bottom, the, to me, this was a prolific blend of the black and speed metal and the even the dirty punk rock atmospheres. It was like a traditional sense of the genres that took me back to the days of bands like Venom, even Motorhead. I'll even throw a Toxic Holocaust in there. But with the modern twist of everything that you are, everything that Midnight is about, and the flow here was so well executed, I feel like if you would spin this record in the 80s, it would fit right in. I'm getting older, Athenar, and sometimes staying true to tradition is a good thing. You know, I wonder when did the writing for Let There Be Witchery begin for you? Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's what you said there, too, like all that stuff. From what, from the, the time the band started, it's never been there's no, at least in my, my ears, there's nothing post 1984, you know, uh, there's no thrash beats, you know, there's, there's no tip, 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 type of beat, you know, it's all just that fa- the, the, uh, fast as you can go type of discharge or, or motorhead beat, you know, that's as, that's as fast as you can go. Uh, but the, um, uh, when I started, so I'm, I'm sorry, just, I'm, I don't know if that answered any of your questions. Yeah, I did. But yeah, it's all yours, just man. Just commenting on the, on the 80s aspect of it. So, uh, but that's just, that's just where I come from too. And that's just the kind of stuff that I like. Yeah. And, uh, and it's the stuff I can physically play. I can't, I can't physically play Dave Lombardo thrash beats. So, that, so there's <laughs> a bit of that to it too. You know, and but I want to, uh, uh, no, go ahead. If you're going to finish oh, that thought there. Oh, no, no, no. I just said that. Yeah. Well, the, and anyway, the, the writing was just all, pretty much during 2019 and then recorded it in uh january 2020 right before the uh the uh what we just talked about here the s show happened Mm -hmm. in 2020 so 
I'm gonna um, I'm gonna use that as a bit, the S show. That's gonna be a sound bit. That's like that's kind of code for like, all right, we know what we're talking about. You know, I, I'm gonna quote you here because you said I always wanted it to be loud and nasty. So walk me through this because I, I, I begin to think how much did things change from when you first started composing on this album tour you ended up finishing it? Did a lot change in between? Did nothing change? Was there already a specific sound you had in mind? With let there be witcher from the start or could just kind of just evolve into what it is what we what we're hearing now well yeah there's, i mean there's always a specific sound i have in mind i mean that's yeah because i've always wanted it to be loud and nasty you know it goes back from to when i was 10 years old so that that's nothing has ever changed uh but the, but the thing about it is i can know what i want to hear but i don't i can just explain it so much to uh to noah who's recording the album and he just does his best to try and get it there and then sometimes it's cool because he can have stuff that that comes out completely different you know that, that i would have never thought about like uh you know sound wise mm. and i was like yeah okay that sounds good too let's do that so and um, but yeah but, but generally i mean it, it's heavy metal and rock and roll it's supposed to be not pretty it's supposed to be not well-rounded <laughs> yeah. yeah it's supposed to kind of be rugged rough so yeah, and uh, you kind of set me up for this next one because the production, that was a big part of this album that I really liked, those traditional sounds that I mentioned earlier, right? It had, I think a lot of that had to do with that dirty sound mix I sensed within the production, you know, between producing, mixing, and mastering. Uh, uh, this was also recorded at Mercenary Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, alongside who you mentioned, producer Noah Buchanan. Talk about all this for a minute here, Athanar. I'm sure there was that sense of comfortability, comfortability in the studio for you knowing you had someone like Noah working on this record with you, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's where we have band rehearsal and stuff. So it's, it's real easy. It's not like, so it's not like I got to pack up a bunch of shit, go head into the studio or whatever. And I'm pulled up here for this. So it's, it's really comfortable and, and simple, which is the most important part for me because at the, you know, simplicity is, is the key to a lot of stuff. So, um, I make things more difficult, but, um, yeah, that's the. Uh, oh man, I got my, my, my train of thought just. <laughs> we're trying to think. It, we're trying to think early in the morning like, here. Uh, certain singer from <laughs> it here. That just. <laughs> <laughs> I put I put Athenar on the spot here for people who already know. Like I, we had Chuck Billy on the show uh, not too long ago, <laughs> and I told him about all the uh, amazing stuff that Chuck Chuck said and. Like the introduction with these, uh, <laughs> with these, uh, all these artists that they that we walked them through is kind of just, <laughs> I kind of set the tone here for the interview already. But Athenar, man, I, I got to say, you know, because between writing and structuring the songs and the production process, like we just talked about, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say oh, something the production. here. There you go. That's, yeah. That's what, yeah. And, and, and part of the production. <laughs> Whatever that word is. <laughs> it's because you know, I, I, I just use drums and guitars and there's nothing locked to a grid or there's no you know it's still recorded as organic as possible you know yeah. there's no there's no click track there's no uh you know so that so that's that's part of it too that's part of it you got keeps it real yeah yeah now uh was this recorded live or it wasn't i remember it was briefly mentioned uh somewhere where during the production process is this something that you did like pr like just go all guns with like just with the live production or did you kind of just do it separately and then well, put it together? It's, it's still on me. So I have to do it separately. But yeah. There's okay. No, but there's no, like, uh, like there's I said, no click track, and no, uh, 
electronic drums and stuff like that. There's no Athenar one, Athenar two, or three, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be something though. But I, I was gonna mention uh after the you know with the production process, which which we talked about, I was gonna mention this, these names here, all right. Now, for people who are keeping score at home, Satanic Royalty, No Mercy for Mayhem, Sweet Death and Ecstasy, Rebirth by Blasphemy. These are album titles. Um, now, I got to ask, because what is it about maintaining this whole tradition of using six syllables within your album titles? Uh, what is all that about? <laughs> we should end it right there. We should end right there. Don't even like, don't even go into any further. That's it. <laughs> so, you know, well, you know, it, it's the, the first two started out accidentally, you know? Okay. Even, even the, even the comp album the, from Hell's Headbangers, a complete and total hell. That's still six syllables too. You know, so you can't get away with any comp stuff, but it was, it just happened naturally. So I was like, okay, well, the devil's on my side with six, 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 six. So it just still continued. And I don't think anybody caught on to that. You know, I knew it, but I don't think anybody else <laughs> caught on to it until at least rebirth by blasphemy. Like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you got you got something going here. But. Yeah, when I when I read the album title, Let the Bewitchery, I was like, wait, I gotta go back and see this. Like this is this is some this is great shit, man. I've never seen anyone do it like the way that you're doing it. And uh again, as a tangent, you know, lyrically the record is again, quoting you here, unfiltered savage animalisticness of course the deeper and dirtier as if it as if the listener were so inclined to dive into it but athenar i begin to think like how important are themes to you is there one is there many was that a big component of songwriting for you or was it just like i don't give a fuck i'm just gonna write what i'm gonna write well yeah that's always you know, always gonna write but i'm gonna write yeah there's there's no other outside producers or because once once you try and you censor yourself of, of what you're going to write that you know, it's like well, what's the point mm -hmm. so um so any of the any of that stuff is just it's all uh all all experience and and um in life <laughs> yeah so uh there, there's no there's no point in the in the censoring your own life no not at all and you know we've covered a good amount of ground on this awesome interview by the way thank you so much for sharing so much about who you are and what midnight is all about, you know, from the different experiences and perspectives in your timeline that you've taken in, which you've discussed about so far and, you know, performing for as long as you have and the you know, people you've met and work with doing this record, your previous records and midnight, this was supposed to be a side project from the beginning. And here you are now with five albums uh, under your arsenal. And I'm excited to see where you go from here. This is definitely something that you have a passion for. And the truth is, is from what I'm saying, you've experienced, plenty already in your career at you know, and then some, you know, have your aspirations as a performer or hell as a human being, have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry? Like, do you see things differently today? Uh, I guess, I mean, yeah, human, sure. I, I think, I, you know, I think I see things differently. I mean, the older we get, like you said, you know, we're these, uh, these, visions of mortality as the South Cross song says, I mean, we're, we're getting closer and closer to the grave. So you start to uh, appreciate shit more and more, uh, you know, so you're like, well, shit, man, you know, you know, the clock's running out. You realize your clock's running out. You know, I'm on the back nine of the golf course right now. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, so you just got to, uh, um, 
appreciate all the shit that that happens you know from mm-hmm. from the from the smallest stuff to the biggest stuff so for for a while there you know as like a as a young person you're just you're flying by the seat of your pants you, know, you don't give a shit and uh and i still don't really give a shit but but you you appreciate you can appreciate not giving a shit but, yeah <laughs> that's true time, yeah and and if it's anything that the last two years have taught us, it is it is definitely that you know has the anticipation kicked in for you, Athenar? Like I know where you haven't played the tour yet, but I know it's coming around the corner. Like, do you kind of have to rev yourself up? Like, <laughs> I don't know, you know, because we've been home for the last two years. Like, how do you gear up for yeah, something like this again? Yeah, it's gonna be weird. I mean, it, it it will be weird. I'm still I'm still not gonna believe it until we're in the van <laughs> on the way to the gigs, you know. Or so until then, it's still anything can happen <laughs> so uh but from from what i hear uh the other bands have their visas and everything's worked out and everything is is a is a go so yeah i guess it's it's exactly pretty much a month away from right now and uh so. I'll, I'll be looking forward to that date here in dallas i'll be here um i'll, I'll probably be the one going batshit crazy in that circle pit you know whatever it's it's going to be a great time like it's nice to have something like this to look forward to. Now, before I let you go, Athenar, I know you're a big fan of theatrics. So am I. I went to film school for four years with just everything that from the artwork to the songwriting to the, the just the presence that you exhibit on the stage. I got to ask, what are five movies you could think of at the top of your head if I were to ask you right now, and which I am asking you right now? Five movies of what? Let's do five horror movies. Five of, of my favorites? Yeah. You know, um, in in all actuality, I'm not like a huge horror um, fan. I I like them, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, of course. But I'm not like over the top Gaga. Like some people like really delve deep into them. So I I just like the uh, the, the more vanilla type of uh, <laughs> horror. I guess you know your Last House on the Left, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, yeah. Um, Stuff like that, so I'm not. I'm not going. Oh man, the, uh, the the director's cut of the 1969, whatever the hell. You know, I, I don't. I don't. I don't go <laughs> extremely deep into that. Yeah, I like. I love the howling. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so like you know most mostly like just like the the popular 70s ones and you know early 80s horror is that's that's the usual stuff that I go for. Do movies play a big part within your inspiration for writing, or is it just like another? Or, no, or, not, not, yeah, really, okay. not really. I mean, maybe the the uh, movies. I would say. I mean, I, I love them. I, I watch. I watch movies, but I wouldn't say like, you know, I, I, I'm gonna write a song about this movie. The topic of the movie, not really. Um, that never really happens. Out, but but it might come somewhere in the back of my head. You know, just uh, the one that usually comes up is Rocky Three. For some reason, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the one that like that's. That's when he just keeps it street all the times, man. You know, Rocky, he thinks he's, you know, he's living the, the life of luxury. He's training really wimpy. He's just like taking pictures. But then Apollo comes in. Then he gets his ass beat by Mr. T. Yeah. And then Apollo, and then Apollo comes in and, <laughs> and says, man, we got to fucking take it back to the street, man. What are you doing? You know, you're, 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 you know, you're getting soft. So uh, that's, that's the one that, that at least, you know, if, if, if I need some inspiration is Rocky three to take it back to the streets man keep it street now uh as we're keeping it street what is one since we're on the topic we can dial it back with the horror we don't have to do the horror part but what's one thing that 
or show or a movie that you streamed in the last two years that really stands out that you'd recommend? And why do you recommend it? Uh, well, I could. It, well, the last two, the last two years, um, I'm always a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David. Oh so my like, gosh. even during the uh, during the uh, pandemic, I just watch those over and over again. So, but uh, yeah, that's not the. So I guess that might be the last two years. Just keep on watching them, even though it's not new. Yeah, the new season. It, um, it's like watch what you're comfortable with, right? Like what you know, and kind of just. Kind of leave I, it in the I, background. I, I love it, but but no, actually, we, we've been watching um, Breaking Bad, and I know that's that's kind of late to the game with that too. And I was late to that me, game, uh, so I started after that entire show ended, and and a lot of peer pressure. When it, same thing with Game of Thrones, I was always a late, always a late newcomer with every show that I like right now. Yes, I've never, I've never I've heard of that, of course, but yeah, never 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 saw any any of Game of Thrones, but. <laughs> I'm always one of those people like, oh, hey, you're watching the show. I don't want to watch it, you know, because everybody loves it. I was always well, that asshole. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I was. Even even like as a as a kid, man, you know, my dad would be like, hey, come in here, watch this show. It's it's I'm like, if it's a fucking popular TV show, I'm probably not gonna like it. You know, so I yeah. never even bothered. You know, it's like, uh, eh, everybody loves it. Whatever, I'm not gonna really. Yeah, you know, and that maybe that's being a fucking jerk. But uh, no, the rebel in me is still there. The rebel in me is still there, and I'm proud of it. You know, that's a that's an extension of who I am. It's like, hey, if I if I like it, if I have an interest in, I'll check it out. You just do what you're gonna do, all right? You go enjoy your day, bro. Okay, yeah, I'll get there when I get there. Um, but man, this has been an honor. Do you have any like last words? Is any shout outs? Anything like to plug in or mention as far as midnight and the new record before we finish things off here? I know we talked about that tour. But uh um, no, man, I think you did a fantastic job of doing uh, doing all that stuff for me. So, all right, man. <laughs> I appreciate your uh, your uh, interest in stuff, Sonny. It's cool, man. And and, uh, and and you getting up early. I mean, shit. For for me, it's 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 uh nine o'clock. But for you, now it's it's eight, right? It's eight, so, yeah, it's eight. I had to so, get up at seven. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I didn't want yeah. to oversleep. But but hey, man, it's it. I I do this for a reason, and and it's and it's a big part of you know giving people a chance like you a voice to talk about what you love you know and metal is just the music in general is a big i mean it saved my life and it's something that i owe it to myself and uh getting the chance yeah. to talk to you about something that you love i think that's something even though it sounds like a simple thing it really is important to someone like me to connect with someone like you and um well it is i mean that's heavy metal and rock and roll that's 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 all i got in life too yeah <laughs> so, it, 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 it's it's the truth you know and uh and uh and as far as and just like we we're talking about with popularity of movies or whatever but it's, no matter how popular we think heavy metal is heavy metal is still the underdog and it will continue to be underdog and it's always looked upon as like the the, the lowest form of music you know so uh but that's 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 what I love, and that's what I'll continue to love. Yeah, I kind, so. I, I kind of love it that it's always like that because you kind yeah. of it fits our persona, and we're here because we love the music of heavy metal, and that's how we got connected. But um, on on that note, man, uh, Athena, I hope you have a great kick-ass tour. Stay safe out there. I'll be seeing you here in Dallas. Uh, we'll stay great, in touch man. on the yeah, socials. Sure say hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll buy you a beer, man. If uh, you know, if if we. You'll see me, me there. Some, buy me some blue meth instead. Now, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Let's, stuff, yeah, let's, yeah. Why not? Bad. Yeah, it's uh, we're get, we're sh- we're getting old, man. Shit, let's just fucking do it. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. I want to try some blue meth before I die. <laughs> <laughs> but man, hey, we'll stay connected on the socials, man. I'll keep you posted once this episode airs. Everyone who's listening, uh, this is Athenar. 
for midnight let there be witchery drops march 4th on metal blade records uh if you could do us a favor you know buy the album because the bands can't do it without your help you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there check us out on interview under fire.com uh Athenar, again thanks buddy uh we'll stay in touch have a great tour and i'll see you next time bud all right great thanks a lot man take see care you. bye, bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.